I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Preach, Kev, preach with Rashad. Here with another episode, another sermon. Uh, what it do, baby? What's up, man? Oh, you already know what it do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> another another week of NFL action, man. It's it's news on top of news every week, man. It's, we thought the NBA all season was wild. The NFL, they they get some news crazy. You no, know, the news going crazy over here too. Yeah, man. And to to start it off, man, let's let's head right into it. Eli Manning benched after two weeks. Of the season, uh, you know, we, we said back on the NFC West pod, uh, NFC East podcast, go back and listen to that. We said we a bold prediction that Eli Manning wouldn't wouldn't last past two games, and you know this this is the this is really the perfect time to do it versus the versus the Bucks, and then the following season, the uh, following week is the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, yes, you got Minnesota and Patriots, but you know the schedule kind of lightened up, and this is the best time to do it because I mean. I don't want to throw him against Minnesota or New England as his first game because that, that his confidence is going to get shattered. You know what I mean? And but Eli, man, uh, man, I just it's about time, really. Yeah, you know it's a it's been a good good run for him, man. He uh, the two Super Bowls kind of make his legacy seem better than it really is, but he's really not been that great, honestly. Only a few winning seasons, and he's led the NFL in interceptions more than a few times, so. Outside of the Super Bowls, which he always gets the credit for, when I think they were more defensive-oriented teams that really got them there. I mean, they just kind of hit their stride early. It's the end of the era for Eli. He's going to be holding the clipboard and, uh, I guess, you know, showing Daniel Jones around that film room, like just spotting different things and whatnot. But he's done. Um, I doubt the Giants trade him anywhere or cut him. They're, they're too loyal to him. So uh, let the Daniel Jones era begin. Right, and now we did say in in the NFC East podcast that Tennessee Titans would be a good fit if he was to get traded. Um, I mean, what Mario did in the first two weeks, I mean, Eli could do that, you know. So is is he he won't he won't be completely done, but I know he probably going like you said stay the Giants and for what all the Giants did for him, at least he can get into and get him ready for the next stage. Um, you know, you can't have that bad blood when they treated you like a son. Uh, New York embraced Eli. And you know they were they, they were pretty upset when he got benched by Geno Smith way back when by McAdoo he, and he got fired out of there because he did it. And man, they, they were just ridiculous though, man. You can't yeah, bench, yeah, you, you, you can't bench one of New York's favorite people for Geno Smith. I mean, Eli Eli's not Derek Jeter, but he has similar type clout. You can't bench this guy for Geno Smith. Come on. Yeah, and you ever think about the Eli Manning like the like the narrative on Eli and over like the past four seasons as, as people have been trying to get rid of him? It all it always was something. It was. Well, he don't have a good coach. Uh, he don't have an old line, so they went out and got old linemen for him. Traded their best pass rusher, only pass rusher, for offensive lineman. Uh, he didn't have weapons. They well, they had Odell Beckham, they had Sonny Shepard, they drafted Evan Ingram, they drafted Saquon Barkley, a running back in, in a class full of all these quarterbacks that came out: Baker and Josh Allen, Lamar, all them guys. And they went. They got a running back instead because they wanted to, you know, give Eli everything he had to. So you can't really blame nothing else. And of course, this season the narrative is he ain't got no defense. So you can always come up with something. But if if you're Pat Shermer, 
I mean, your your job is ticking. Like you left Minnesota to go here to be the man in the Big Apple, and you can't. I, I I know I couldn't I couldn't ride or die with Eli Manning as my quarterback. Now yeah, Eli, Eli got mobbed times like Drake. They want me gone and don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real though, because I mean, it's like man, I cannot rest my career for Pat Shermer. I can't rest my career on someone who doesn't. He I mean, he doesn't do anything as you know special anymore. I mean, the way he could do, but like it's not like he's going out there and winning me games. He's not hanging in. He you know how. Young quarterbacks hanging there for the last pass to get the, get the perfect pass off, you know, yeah. like Carson with all the guys. Most of them guys do it because they're pretty young. Eli's not doing that. He's going to throw the ball short. He's not going to take that take that chance. And the offense can't get offense can't get going when you do that, especially when you have no defense. You have to outscore teams. Um, like that's that, that's just what it is. And Daniel Jones, I I think he's going. I think he's going to be a good pro. I you know he might not be a superstar, but I think Daniel Jones can can he, and we, we go back to it every time. Can you meet the Andy Dalton line? And I think Daniel Jones is one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, he for sure is going to be a good pro. You know, I think he's the most NFL-ready guy that really came out of this draft because, as we see, Drew Locke is a starting. He's on IR. Dwayne Haskins didn't win his starting job. He's behind Case Keenum and possibly even Colt McCord, depending upon if they decide to make a change this year. So I think Daniel Jones, outside of Kyler Murray, was the most NFL-ready guy in no, I think he's going to be a solid pro. Um, he has a Bucks defense coming up that's that's not great, but they're not you know they're not a push off either. So he'll get a chance to kind of make some things happen. Uh, we'll kind of see what what happens with the roster wise because Shepherds uh, he's he hasn't came back yet and Golden Tate still suspended, but he has Evan Ingram who's one of the better tight ends in the league and. Uh, Benny Fowler, he's been catching four or five catches um, the last few games. So he has some guys, Latimer, he has some guys he can throw the ball to. And, you know, Duke isn't the best sample size because that's more of a basketball school and things like that. So they're not getting the top, top cream of the crop football players like a Clemson or Florida State, something like that. So uh, limited sample size from Duke, but I think from what we saw in two preseasons and just the you know, just what we think projection wise he can be. I think he'll be a solid guy, at least for the first two games with Bugs. Redskins, solid defense, but not great either. But then he'll get Vikings and Patriots and he'll come back come back to earth a lot. <laughs> really, yeah, a lot. Um and then, uh, the the last one I want to make though, and this this is really speaking from experience as a as a Vikings fan, you don't you you need to go ahead and have a quarterback who can put you over the hump because Adrian Peterson, I'm not saying he wasted his career, but, you know, with Ponder and Tavares Jackson and the one game with Josh Freeman, like, it wasn't – he didn't have any good quarterbacks next to him. And when Saquon facing a box with eight people in it, like, you, your body get worn down very, very quickly and you'd be a 25-year-old with a 32-year-old body, you know. So if Daniel Jones can be the guy, man, Saquon can, you know, break records all the time because he's a special running back and – you don't want him to be Barry Sanders and they keep losing, keep losing. He said, you know what? Forget about it. I just retire. Or, you know, when the contract comes up, he wants give me the give me the house and then the Giants ain't willing to pay it, blah, blah, he can leave. So I think this is this is very helpful for us for Saquon and keep him as fresh because man, I'm tired. Like I, I would hate to see eight boxes in the every time because my quarterback is not is is isn't like you. Yeah, you know, I worry about him. So I know it's gonna take a few weeks for Dane Jones to get right, but this is this this week three game is is probably the perfect time to put him in. So if you have he had any expectations on him, what do you think he he gonna look like uh, this Sunday? I think he can easily get you know two touchdowns, get close to three hundred yards because the Bucks they're not a dominant defense. You know, I think he can easily get two touchdowns. Uh, you know, and and probably even win the game because we know Jameis is erratic. Um, right. So you know if if things kind of break your way. On certain on certain drive here or there or towards the end of the game, I can definitely see Daniel Jones, you know, orchestrating a game winning drive or, you know, even getting the Giants out ahead and winning the game. Two, I think two touchdowns, two hundred fifty to three hundred yards is is uh, fairly reasonable. He may throw an interception here or there just because sometimes when you're a rookie, it's your first legit start. The defense can't disguise certain things, and you may think something's there when it's not. So. It's possible he does throw an interception, but the Bucks, are, like I said, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but they're not a great defense. So I can't see Daniel Jones making those kind of mistakes against the Bucks defense. And as far as season long, 
I think they they might be okay with them because they don't have a murderous role schedule. You know, they're kind of Vikings and Patriots. You know, those are two tough ones back to back. But uh, Cards, Lions, solid defenses. But you know, they can maybe win those games. Then you got people like the Jets coming up towards the you know towards the back end, and I think they have. Uh, Good old Miami. <laughs> so you know Oh good, good to have them. <laughs> so you know, he, he can get a couple wins on his uh on his resume this year. He he can probably split with the Redskins. So uh no, I think he can win a few games, but going against teams like the Bears and the Patriots and Vikings, those are gonna be some even the Cowboys, those are gonna be some defenses that are gonna uh, you know, cause him a long day. But at least Saquon now has somebody he can, you know, catch some screen passes from and the, the Giants are Moving in the right direction, you you can't stay on the same air for too long. Sherman's coaching for his job, so at least give him the guy he thinks can help him save his job. Right. So if, if when in doubt, just thought about Saquon, uh, Eli Manning, man, hundred sixteen to hundred sixteen. So he finished the season. He finished his career with a uh, five hundred record, which pretty much sums up his uh, career. He was an average, you know, quarterback. Really, I mean, he he played great in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, but for the most part, pretty decent player, just solid player, you know. Yeah, he won't be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he'll definitely um he'll definitely get in at some point just off the just off that Manning name and the Super Bowls. Yep. Uh to another old quarterback, Drew Brees, man. Uh hit his hit his hand on Aaron Donald's hand and <laughs> it broke his thumb or whatever he did. Ligament damages. Well, he's out for six weeks. He having surgery tomorrow, uh on Wednesday. And uh, you know, now now what? When you talk about the Saints, because in these six weeks, I'm gonna tell you the schedule, and, and we'll let you see how we think it's gonna play out. At Seattle, Dallas, loss, loss. Tampa Bay, possible loss. At Jacksonville, uh, depends uh, how the defense looks. You know, we got some rumors about Mr. Ramsey, so depends. Right. Uh, at Chicago, poof, that's a loss. Loss. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> Teddy, against- Teddy can't handle that. <laughs> and then home against Arizona. Which I think Kyler, I, I think Kyler is gonna steal it. Kyler's the better. I think Kyler's the best quarterback in the matchup. So, um, yeah. So it's these six games, and, and then they have to buy out the Arizona. So we're talking about a two and four, maybe at max, because they're definitely not being at Chicago. They're not being Dallas or at Seattle. And like you said, depending on the Jalen Ramsey situation, and even with it. Uh, you know, I like Tep- Minshew, man. I, right? I think, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. I think Minshew is gonna be better than than Teddy. So I'm about to say, outside of outside of Chicago, and you can debate Tampa Bay. The Saints are going in with the worst with the worst QB on the field. That's one thing. Um, against and and three of those three out of those six games as well, they're going in with with the worst defense. They're not better than Jacksonville, not better Chicago or Dallas. Um, so, they, don't have, they don't have better defense than the Seahawks. Seahawks front seven with Wright, Wagner, and uh, Jadavion well, Clowney. Yeah, because because because, because the Saints' offensive line is is pretty decent enough to maybe buy time for because Seattle Seattle's secondary is not good. So um, maybe may, maybe that can maybe if it, if it buys enough time, yeah, I, I I can agree with what you're saying. But I mean, we'll get to it later in, in our next segment. But you know, Mason Rudolph and. Uh, who who we won and Dalton they all they all look good versus them so I don't know but yeah as as a first start probably not especially in Seattle uh, I would, you know definitely ride, riding with Russell Wilson any day of the week so it's says games it's gonna be tough so I'm saying at best you win you going two and four um and that I'll put Saints at what two and two and five when Drew Brees come back yeah they they beat Texans they shouldn't have won that game so. If they win two out of this stretch, they'll have three wins. So that's still somewhat in playoff contention, depending upon how the other things in your division break with uh, the Falcons, who they're for the most part healthy, and I think they'll kind of hit their stride. And I'm still riding with them as my division winner. Um, and we'll see what happens with Carolina as well. They they took two tough losses. The Rams game was therefore to take in, and the Bucks game was therefore to take in as well. So – Depends how if, if Cam gets it together or not. And we did say the Bucks could be a surprise team, and it's setting up for the Bucks to be a surprise team. Hey, so. I'm about to say right now, technically, <laughs> Tampa Bay is winning the division right now. The playoffs are today. They all won, I think they all won a one, Carolina 0 2, but Tampa Bay got the tiebreaker because they won on the division. So <laughs> technically, they're in the playoffs. 
Um, so, so you know, it, yeah. it's setting up pretty pretty nice for the Bucks as we predicted. So uh, the Saints' outlook it kind of depends upon where the division stands once the next. Let's see where the Saints are record wise when they get to the bye week because three and five that's not technically out of it because well, you, you're, you're on half well, yeah. of the season. We said three and so three and five, three and five. Yeah, you're not out of it, but you you are in the hole, and in that we'll see. Yeah, the, their saving grace is gonna be the division, and depending on how everybody's in the division is looking at exactly. And that, and the bad thing about it is, outside of Tampa Bay, you know they only they only play one division game all season. When when Breeze come back, they have five games left, and you know division games, you know that's you, you need know, those. Yeah, exactly. So they can have a chance to come back and turn it around quickly, but. This this is a good a good chance for to to see how really how good the Saints are because I know I know Sean Payton, Sean Payton signed the contract over the over the weekend a five year extension right and to to be honest if I was Sean Payton I'm I'm here longest breeze here uh, one one because I am offensive minded I haven't got my guy yet and you know, we over, Ted Ted is the highest paid backup right now Taysom Hill is more of a gadget player and it's like. You know the defense, as as I think is very overrated. Now that's just my opinion, but you know they 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 Cameron Jordan is one of the best pass rushers in the game. Now I give you, I will give you that. Yeah, I just um, on the defense, I just like Cameron Jordan. Depending yeah, upon I mean, his matchup, I like Lattimore. But yeah, we, we, I, saw, we saw the first game like Hopkins was eating Lattimore alive. Exactly. Think, man. So outside of a, a top five corner, you know, outside of a top five receiver going against him, I like Lattimore. But you know, <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's, upper, yeah. yeah, he's not Jalen Ramsey. Like he's not that upper edge on the corner. So, so we you talk about only two. Everybody and everybody else is just eh. Like you know what I mean? Like like you know as a as a unit, there's you know they're solid. I'm not saying that they're, they're sorry or nothing, but they're you know they're, they're they're solid. And and now that you don't have Breeze to save you because you because you blew the game against the Texans. They blew that. Defense blew that game. And if you didn't have Drew Breeze. Cause Teddy's not doing what Drew Brees did in, in opening weekend. Even though it wasn't that he, did, even though Texas defense backed up, that you know that, that that little crosser from Michael Thomas and all that that the plays before that wouldn't happen. Uh, so you would be you would be zero two right now if you didn't have, if Teddy was a starter already. So at Seattle, Dallas, you know, I mean, you both say that's two losses. So we're talking about a team that's both going to be one and one and three real quick. Man, if they were zero and four, oh man, Ooh, boy, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because like, that hey, Texas game, they should not have them. technically won. <laughs> yeah, that's and that saved them. So, but this defense, they're not going to stop Russell Wilson. They won't stop Dak. And if Jameis don't stop himself, <laughs> they, they they probably won't stop the uh Bruce Aaron's offense. You know, and Minshew, I mean, the Minshew's Texas, solid. I mean, he's they, very, they're he's solid. Very you know what I'm saying? They're solid. The offense can. Put up some points. They, the the defense gonna keep them in the game. So uh, the Jaguar that is. So the same. It's not the Saints gonna put up a lot of points. So Michigan guys do put up put up maybe twenty. They win the game. At Chicago, you know you're not scoring against them. So it's like you know even though Mitch is bad, not gonna win you the game. The defense might win the game. So oh, it just it just it's just gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be hard. Well. I, I can't say I feel any sympathy for the Saints because we had them as pullback candidates anyway. Yeah, we anyway, said they would probably miss yeah. the playoffs. We said they would miss the playoffs before it's even happened to Drew. So I don't have any sympathy for the New Orleans Saints fans. Um, y'all should have stopped whining about the uh, mm-hmm. Call the, 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 the ref stuff, you know, about that, uh, that the Rams game. So no sympathy from me on the Saints. Uh, <laughs> hey, do what y'all got to do. Uh, if you're lucky. Lucky. You 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 have a bad year and you can draft the QB at the top, somebody like a Herbert or From. And if uh, next year Drew comes back, I mean he doesn't have the biggest hands. He has average size hands. I mean if he had some Brett Favre hands, he would probably be able to come back in six weeks and throw the ball pretty good. But with average size hands and not be able to grip the football, probably post surgery is going to be a little bit tough as well. Mm-hmm. You may have to hope that next year you tank again and you can get Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. So you know. Yeah, you got to you got to see how it plays out. But yeah, as, as for right as for right now, your best bet is probably just going to be the have a bad year and hope Tua uh, he probably won't make it to you. But just hope uh, Herbert or Fromm make it to you. Yeah. To another team, uh, Ben B- Big Ben out for the season, elbow. I think I think it's on the lines of Tommy John. Oh, surgery. Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Man. So so with you know most pitchers when they come back from that are elite <laughs> with throwing the ball. You know as far as uh, you no, know, the fast the fastball is faster, all this stuff like that. So maybe maybe it could be a good thing uh, 
for for the Steelers. But Big Ben is out rest of the season. Zero and two. I think they play. You know who they play this weekend coming up. The Steelers. I think they're going to the Forty Niners, and so, I have them. I have it as an L. Ooh, ooh. you going go, West go, Coast? Yeah, exactly, I have it as an yeah. L. And we talked about this. Remember we talked about this on AFC North podcast about trap games, and their good trap games were, were weren't against good teams. You no, know, uh. I think it was a, a road game against the Bengals and a road game against the Cardinals, something like that, and, and it's instead of the other way around. But get 49ers now, 49ers looking good, day 2-0, you know, that's, like you said, it's probably a loss. But what's in store now? Mason Rudolph is the quarterback. What do we see for him going forward? Uh, I like Mason Rudolph. He had a good career at Oklahoma State. Um, he looked very impressive in the game against Seattle. Um, the interception wasn't his fault. Moncrief has to catch that ball. And then that two-point conversion, he's kind of just forced it. But decision-making, I like what he was doing. Uh, he started off 0 for 3. Um, but, of course, you know, you come out the bench, you got to get worn up a little bit, get a feel for the game. And after that, he hit like his next – I think he was like 8 of 8, 9 of 9 for his next few passes after that. Um, he hit Juju on a nice flea flicker. And he was making some nice plays. Um, people may not know it, but he's an underrated runner with his legs. So, uh, I'm not bailing on the Steelers. I still have the Steelers win the division. I'm not going to bail on them. Um, Rudolph is going to be solid. He played with James Washington, who's a speedster, so you're going to see a lot of shots down the field to James Washington and to Juju. Um, Connor's still going to be a threat in the running game. They still have one of the better O-lines in the league. And their defense, if they can just make tackles, like that Seattle game, a lot of plays were just busted tackles. Like they were going for kill shots and missing tackles. So, because I mean, that first quarter, they sacked Russ, I think, three or four times. So they were getting pressure. But there were some plays like Carson busted off some runs. Like, man, just get the dude down or lock it. Have the players <laughs> get, get him down. Or, um, and that defense is going to be good, though. They just added Minka. So that adds to your secondary. You have Joe Hayden for the next, I think, two years. And they their linebacking core is solid. You know, Bush picked up a fumble off Carson. Carson lost two fumbles, so their defense is solid. They create turnovers, and they still have two it up front. So all three levels of defense are solid now. You just need Rudolph to, you know, be Rudolph. If he's the same guy he was at Oklahoma State, I have no doubt the Steelers will be how the Colts or the Texans were last year. You know, they kind of started off rough, but on the back end started running off like eight, nine, ten games. Steelers can definitely do that and still win, you know, 10 games this year and still win a division. I, I like the Steelers. I'm, I'm not bailing. Uh, I mean, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be tricky, man, because, like you said, Texas and the Colts. But you, you, you could also debate that Andrew Luck and Watson are one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, it's like you, you, you had a very, very special player. Um, to 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 help ride that ship, and I'm not I'm not saying Mason Rudolph can't be that guy. Um, it just, it just you know he's he basically uh, uh, quote unquote he's a rookie. Um, now you know what I'm saying like you know he's been there a year, but he's he knows the system. He got like I said, Jane Washington is one of his one of his go to guys in college. That I think they had they had a pretty good career together. And you got Juju, who I think is a a very very good receiver. I'm not gonna say great, but if Jane Washington can Jane Washington or Moncrief can extend their game. To to actually to be a a quote a real number two, then Juju can get into that great category because you can't you can't double team him you can't key in on him because you got to worry about Jay Washington you got to worry about make him make him dance vans down there, and I think the Steelers are gonna are going to like get that running game back in track because they was one of the worst running teams last year in the league, and with, even with James Conner even though he bang, he he started getting banged up last year and and he got a knee uh, knee injury this past weekend. But I think the Steelers are going to go to that. They need to go back to that smash mouth football because I think that play action is going to be pretty pretty solid with the weapons that you have and Mason Rudolph being a, very, a good accurate quarterback. If you go, if you can run the ball effectively, then then you talk about Pittsburgh can can still not be on uh, be balanced on on both sides and and like you said that the uh, Mason Rudolph's legs that's that's the element they never had since like Cordell Stewart or or Charlie Batch, you know. Um, being there, being at the run of the pocket, because you know Big Ben's not really a mobile guy. So if Mason Rudolph can can add that to the game, that's some, you know that opens up the playbook a lot. And you know Steelers could be, still be a good team. It just all depends on how Mason Rudolph handles himself. Yeah, I think he's gonna be fine. I mean, you got a guy who's six five, has a big arm, so 
you know, he, he can he can throw the ball. When, when it gets cold up there in those tougher, you know, November, December type games, he's going to be fine. I mean, his three years that he was the full-time starter at Oklahoma State, he was 62% completion percentage, 3,700 yards. You have to that, 63 for 4,000 yards. You have to that, he was a senior, 65% completion, 4,500 yards. So he was getting better and better every year. I mean, 21 TDs, 9 INTs, 28 TDs, 4 INTs, 35 TDs to 9 INTs. So the, the, the guy's accurate. He knows how to read the defense. I think he's going to be fine. I mean, they have so many weapons for him. Washington, Juju, Connor, uh, Vance. Like, they're, they're going to be fine. I, I can't see them tanking their season. That's probably when they got Mika. I can't see them tanking the season. Well, and, and t- speaking of Mika, so when, when, I, when I finally seen that they made the trade, and I would agree with you. Great trade. I, I think Pittsburgh, that was a smart thing to do. Um, but also, you know, Dolphins, Dolphins right now doing a good job of the taking job, obviously. Uh, 102 points allowed in two games and only scored 10. So they're doing a great job of the tanking. Um, but Steelers, you know, it, it, this is why I didn't think Steelers were the team that should have done it is because – they probably had the opportunity to – same thing we say about the Saints. And that's if – if you if you be a bad team, you can go and get you that future quarterback. I'm not saying Pittsburgh need to do that. But, one, is it's a good way to audition Mason Rudolph as far as to make sure he's the guy for you in, in the future. And then if you – let's say if you was to be sorry or you, let's say the defense can't get together and and you, you can't run the ball, Juju can't he, – he can double team, he got no other options. Then you can go get you a top. You be you can be a top ten team in the draft and get get you a you know a star who can help you right away. Um, and that's why I, I you know and with the trade of Mika, which which you, you can allude to that last year. So basically they got what? Who did you guys got last year? Um, in the first round, I'm trying to think, they got a, a safety who I, who they shouldn't have got in the first place. But now you got him and Mika. Um. So it's kind of like two first-round picks two years ago, and now you don't have one this year. But it, they kind of closed the door on that on that option if if they weren't if they did have like if they season they go their way and just just, just went off off the train track. Uh, that option is gone now, so you don't ha- you don't have your first-round pick. So your hope is you you still got to be good, and I guess that's what the GM and and coach believe in why they went after Minka because they feel like if they get him, Mason gonna be good. They can still be a solid team. So. I think that's I, I guess is why they did it, right? Is, is that what you that what you allude to? Yeah, they 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 gotta believe in Mason. I mean, they have to believe in him. I mean, his first year, um, I think he was the third QB behind uh Dobbs and Landry Jones, and then now both of those guys are gone. So they had to believe in him enough to feel like, well, this guy's gonna be our number two. And then now, you know, circumstances have dictated that he's inserted in. So they don't it's the Steelers, man. They don't believe in tanking the organization. So I think they're setting themselves up for the present and the future because they're going to have one of the younger emerging defenses. Minka, you just drafted uh, Devin, and you still have, you know, T.J. Watt and, and Barron. So they have they're, – they're slowly building a stout defense. It's going to take a little time for it to gel. Mm-hmm. And, and this is Tomlin's specialty, so he has to – this is how you made your name before, man. So you gotta you right. Gotta no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You gotta step up and make your name with this defense right here. And long as Mason is solid, you know, if Mason can just give you some Jimmy G type numbers, man, you'll be good. That's true. And I do. I mean, I I do. I do see a scenario where the Steelers can still win the division. But like I say, it this this is the only reason why you yeah you're starting the O two hole. So it, it's it's not like you can take the 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 rookie lumps for Mason Rudolph, even though he's a he's not a rookie, but he was a, he was a high draft capital. I think he was second round pick because Big third, Ben he was, was third, he was third round. Okay, third yeah. round pick, and you know, you know who was crying about it, it Big Ben crying, but look now, you know, so that's why they did it. That's why they went third round pick, uh, in, in Mason Rudolph. So I think I think he's gonna be solid. I liked him, you know, I, I drafted him in Dynasty because of my inconsistencies of QB play. I had to drop him to go get me somebody who can play right away. And of course, you know, week two, Big Ben get hurt. So um, I'm a little mad, a little mad about, a little salty about that Lang a lot to you because he definitely will be starting on my team now um, instead, of, instead of who I who I had to throw out there. But 
Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be solid, too. Um, yeah, just now- going forward, though, like their schedule, the Ravens and the Browns, who are, you know, considered the favorites to win the division, they all can be kind of how we were talking about the Saints. They all can be in the same boat. The Ravens' next five, they're 2-0, and but the next five are against the Chiefs, Browns, Steelers, Bengals, and Seahawks. So you're going to play all your division, and you have Chiefs and Seahawks, which are two tough games. Steelers are going west of 49ers, probably a loss, but they'll get Bengals, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins. So they can get on track to get to about, you know, three and, you know, three, you know, three wins, something like that. And then the Browns have the Raven, Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, Patriots. Browns could lose all of those. And they'll yeah. eliminate them. <laughs> so, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, so, so, so the division's yeah, still yeah. up for grabs. And then and, and, and don't let don't let this Rudolph go west and beat 49ers because that's that would jumpstart the – very quick, because like you said, Brown could lose all those. Ravens could go one and four in the next five. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very possible. Now, if the defense want to be super great, is there a way for them to get the best corner in the league, Jalen Ramsey, to our next segment? He's the man to trade. You know, does the Pittsburgh have a chance now that they don't have a first round pick? Or, you know, I know Jaguars want a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of capital for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Can we see him in Pittsburgh, maybe? No, nah, I don't see okay. it. Okay, right. I just make I just make it so. Just make it so. Uh, so, what team do you see Jalen Ramsey uh, going for? Because one, one, if you want to answer this first, is this not crazy that you know all you got to do is get into an argument, and now you got a man of trade? I mean, obviously this had to stem from something deeper. Uh, maybe maybe this contract talks he didn't get paid yet, but uh, him and Doug Marone got into it and. Hey, it's, uh, something had to be crazy, but Jalen Ramsey man for trade like it's just, like it's just like he's the NBA or something. Yeah, I mean Steve Young was talking about it on uh, ESPN about how you know he doesn't like where the NFL is going with guys can just get angry and upset and demand a trade and just get their way basically because you know it seems unfair, but at the same time I- I'm open to it just because. Guys get cut all the time. Guys get traded all the time. So why when a player asks to be traded, it's a big deal. But um, I'm all for Jalen asking for a trade. And I think it stems from frustration because this guy was just on a 10-16, you know, won a division. They were a player two away from beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship, going to the Super Bowl. And then you go from 10-6, and six, you cut your wins in half, go back to 5-11, and 11, bottom of the division. And then now, okay, the Chiefs game is what it is. Foles got hurt. Mitchell came in and played pretty good, but you still lost. And then now the BS play called and tried to go for two when you could have just played for overtime Man. against the Texans. And Minshew was playing good, so you could have won the game in OT. Why you just didn't trust? I mean, you could have put the Texans at 0-2, put yourself at 1-1, and that's a division win. But So I think somewhat it's just a culmination of frustration for Jalen with where we were two years ago and where we are now, on top of that, the contracts, then he's looking at why are y'all playing me in some of these zone coverages? I'm the best corner in the doggone lead. Don't do not do me like that. So I think it's just a combination of everything. But my final four, where he could end up, are the Seahawks, the Rams, the 49ers, or the Eagles. Um, the Seahawks, because they're a stable organization, if they get a, a corner, they'll – I had to change my whole NFC. I think they can make it in the playoffs if the Seahawks get in. And the Rams, they you know they have Talib getting older, uh, Marcus Peters getting older, and I don't think they're probably gonna extend his contract. I think his contract's coming up, so I can see the Rams going after him. And plus, they're in. Support for this podcast comes from Magic the Gathering Arena. You know the name. Now play the original strategy card game for free on your Mac or PC. MTG Arena delivers everything you love about magic and more with an immersive digital experience full of explosive action and rewarding challenges. Collect powerful cards with four new sets every year. Jump into a diverse lineup of game modes like Brawl and Historic or challenge your friends to find out who is the true deck building master. New to magic? No problem. MTG Arena gives you the tools to become the next magic pro. Learn the basics at your own pace and unlock 15 decks just by playing. Download Magic the Gathering Arena for free today. Available on the Epic Game Store.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Super Bowl contention mode, so I can see them making the move. 49ers, they have Sherman. I think he could be a good mentor for Jalen. And then they have the money to pay Jalen next year as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Eagles, just because for an elite team, their secondary is freaking terrible. So they could use him. Now, all right, so let me let, let me uh, piggyback on, uh, off your teams because I wrote the same four plus two more. Um, yes, the 49ers, to me, is my front runner. You, you already missed out on Odell Beckham. You missed out on Antonio Brown. They did, and then uh, it was somebody else. Oh, Clowney. Or well, you didn't need Clowney to get your D Ford and Bosa. But I, I guess your, your your last thing was to get D Ford and Drab Bosa. So you, you fix your pass rusher. You're good. If you fix that, your, your D line. You got three D tackles and Buckner, uh, Armstead, and uh, Solomon Thomas. Your D line is great. Linebackers. You got uh, Quan Alexander from Buccaneers. You drafted uh what's his name? Um uh what's his name? Uh linebacker for Niners. Uh he even though I can't I can't think of his name. Uh, look I I can look him up while we're talking about it, but he was he was a rookie last year and he played great. Um so then, like you said, Sherman and your secondary, that's that is where you is where you struggle, right? So you got Sherman, your safety's that I don't know the name, so obviously not good enough. You get Jalen Ramsey. You have the money to go get a star. Like go, you know what I'm saying? Like go get the star. And the offense, the offense, you can. Kyle Shanahan is good enough to not have a superstar on that side of the ball. As long as Jimmy G can stay healthy, they got what they need on offense. Oh yeah, they. I mean, that that offense. He's his play. His play calling man is like it's crazy. Like guys are getting so wide open. Exactly. Uh, Fred Fred Warner was on talking about linebacker. Fred Warner is, is a problem. So. You got you got your, your front your front four, uh, seven is great, man. And if you can Sherman on one side and Jalen on the other side. Man, come on, man. This is this is a no brainer, in my opinion. And you're already two and zero. You bring him over here, and and you talk about a team that played that got Jared Goff, that got Russell Wilson, that got Kyler Murray. You need corners. Like you got the pass rusher, and you cheap because most is a free as a as a rookie. So you haven't paid anybody except D Ford. And Jimmy G, pay, pay, go get the superstar to to put, to put your team in balance. Now that's my talk on them. Now I, I agree with you about the Eagles. The Eagles, tell you the truth, like as much as talent they have, they don't really have that much anymore. Like the you know, remember the Eagles' big thing was about depth and stuff. Well, so they, many guys went down. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but but on top of that though, the reason why Eagles were so good and won the Super Bowl was that pass rush, right? And he had one of the best guys in Fletcher Cox, and he had a bunch of guys on D line that, that, that was pretty fresh. And they, they corners were sorry, but you never get to the quarterback so fast. You didn't really, you know, you didn't, you didn't necessarily need a star corner. Now that you don't have a pass rush, you need somebody who can cover longer than three seconds because these guys can't. You know, Maddox and all the other guys they get burnt easily. So you need somebody back. I, I definitely agree with that one. The Rams, I can agree with that as well. I don't think they have the money to pay Jalen Ramsey unless they, you know, got make necessary cuts to follow the offseason. Um, and then who else said Seattle? Seattle would be a yeah, great Seattle. pick too. That that'd be scary actually, um, especially with Clowney, Clowney, Bobby Wagner, and Jalen Ramsey. And then once, my gosh, man! And like, and all of them <laughs> in the same division. That's why, like, this, 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 that's really an orange race for that division because none of those teams, none of those teams are going anywhere. Forty right, miles exactly. are, are here to stay. Rams. Golf is young. Russ is in his prime. Russ gonna be around for the next eight to ten years. And the and you, still, and and you still have Kyler right. Murray, who's coming. I mean, I, I'm gonna hate it that if the Cardinals get good, he won't be able to see it come to fruition because he's wasted so <laughs> many. Basically, his whole career there, and like just in purgatory. He he's gonna go down as one of the top five, top seven receivers ever. But he's in Arizona, so a lot of people don't really know about him. Like that, they think he's underrated, quote unquote. Man, right. This dude's one. This dude's one of the goats. There you go. Exactly. It, it, that's fact. We'll, we'll talk about Larry Goatness in, in later on in the conversation. But two two other teams that I think is will we'll also you need to get into this, and that's Atlanta and Tampa Bay, and that's another same division type type where where they need, because you think about the Buccaneers, Todd Bowles. Think about his 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 defense, and 
we had Patrick uh Patrick Peterson, how great the Cardinals were on defense when he had him. And then he even made uh, he even made the corner on the on the Jets. Uh what's his name? Um uh, not Regis, uh, but um, Tremaine, 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 Tremaine Johnson. Johnson. Tremaine yeah. Johnson was, was 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 pretty good in, in Jamal Adams when he was there for that one season with Jamal Adams. And if you, if you put if you put that in, in Tom Bowles' system, I guarantee that Ramsey he already the best corner in the league, but he will be the best corner for years to come. And then Atlanta, I mean, True Font, was was he had a quick prime. Like True Font, I think rose up and was like, oh, he's a top five corner. And the next year, he's back to being a top thirty. Like you know, what I'm saying like so, they need some help on the secondary as well because they're another team that can't get to the to the quarterback as frequently, depending on who they're playing against. So, uh, those two teams as, as well. But I do believe the four ers need to go ahead and make the splash, and Ramsey is finally the guy they need to go get. Yeah, the only other team I would throw in, but I know it won't happen because they don't have the the draft capital or the – and I mean, I look at the cap space again, but I don't think they have the cap space or the draft capital with Chiefs just because you're in a win-now mode, so you should probably go try to get you a corner. Oh, they yeah, they, make, they need them. Yeah, they did make a few changes to the defense, bringing in Honey Badger and some other guys, you know, but I just think uh, Chiefs could use them, but I doubt they'll want to give up the draft capital and and pay him. Well, yeah, pro- probably not because, I, you know, you pay Sammy and Tyree Hill all this money. Kelsey, you gotta play home soon. You paid uh Chris Jones. You paid you paid uh who's the passers they got um Sorry, Frank Clark. Frank Clark paid him and they got Honey Badges. So they, they probably don't have the money, like you said. But Patriots get Tony Brown, okay, checkmate, I get Jalen Ramsey. That that would be the you know, the back and forth, the who goes to the Super Bowl because, you know, who do the right moves. So that would that would be actually a, a great fit as well. Man, if the if the Patriots do it again, though. If they, if they flip some guys, man. The, the Patriots are deep. If they flip some guys from that secondary and put Gilmore and Ramsey together, sixteen and zero. Man, if Jaguars, see that, that's the thing. I know Tom Coughlin not helping on Bill Belichick. Oh no, nah, he, he he won't he won't do it. He won't <laughs> he won't Coughlin do it. Doing it. I know I know for a fact. Um, all right, so let's move on to us our, our our Super Bowl contenders for through two weeks. Like I say, it's, it's very early, so we're just doing this for fun through two weeks. How many Super Bowl contenders? Before we announce what we got, how many do you have? Um, like, based on my based on my two, power two rankings, I have six. Okay, and I have I I have six as well through the two weeks, and I have four maybe's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so all right, so let's. Well, I, I'll say I have two. I have six for sure, and two maybe's. Okay. All right, so let's see. I let's. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name I'm gonna name who I got. And you just tell me. Yep. Yep. Or uh, no. Or no. Okay. So yeah. New England, of course. Kansas City, of course. Dallas, of course. Seattle, yep. Rams, yep. All right, and this is where so that's what one that's five for me. That's five. So this is where we're going different. All right, I I, I know who you got. I know who I know, I know who you got. So go ahead and say yours. It's Green Bay, of Aaron Rodgers, and I got Baltimore. All right, as as my my six lock in. Uh, so now may all right, so. Tell me your maybe. So maybe's who you got? Eagles if they can stay healthy. Okay, same, 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 same issue I got. And then depending upon if he can actually get it together, the Vikings defense is looking pretty good. So like, and I like Dalvin Cook. That guy's hooping. So like, if Kirk Cousins can do something, they could be a maybe. Um, and then I want to say 49ers, but you can't. I, I just don't believe they'll go from what they were last year to Super Bowl, right? So, so I did, you know, that's why I said only two, but I will mention them. Okay, so we got this, we got same the same five. You got Green Bay, I got Baltimore, I got Green Bay as a maybe, Minnesota as a maybe as well, and Philadelphia. And I threw in Houston, and it's only because it's only because Deshaun Watson. The just just like how we talk about Bill O'Brien, he always or, or if he don't have Deshaun Watson, he's gonna still be an eight and eight, nine and seven. So with Watson, he has the quarterback. They trying to fix the old line. They gave him more pass pass options besides just D Hop. Um, and that's and that's what that's the maybe come in is like, can the old line uh, do what they do and can the defense play good enough? Uh, so that's that's my my four maybe's. But my my thing with Green Bay, I, I know I know I know you got a Super Bowl contender. Is it isn't is in both games that I, that I saw. Now, I think it's bull bull crap. Now you can you can answer this one before uh too. I don't think that the, the the scheduling committee you know gave Green Bay a good advantage. 
Cause think about this: you you play you play you had all all year long to prepare for Chicago, right? Then that was on Thursday. You had extra days to prepare for another division team. I think they should have gave them, you know, for example, let's say just, I'm just saying the name a team, a Carolina, on that you know on that Sunday versus a division opponent that you always play. You know, it's, it's kind of a. I, I'm not saying it's a it's a great thing, but if you think about it, it's like man, they 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 give them a lot of time to prepare for that. You know what I'm saying? Like just just the Prepare for the Bears and prepare for the Vikings, two teams that's in the division that they're going to be fighting neck and neck. But the the real concern is they had a great they had a great game game plan against Minnesota early in the game, go up twenty one zero, and outside of going for it on fourth down, which they could have kicked field goal, you got twenty four. Other than that drive, they didn't do anything, and the and the one downfall of this team that could happen is the O line, and if if uh, Bakatari get hurt, they're really done. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that's the only issue I got, and also, you know, you, you, you know, the Rodgers when he won the Super Bowl, he always had two receivers, and you know whether it was you know, Jordan Nelson and it, you know Jordan Nelson and you had James Jones was good enough, you know what I mean? Like he was good enough to be a number two, and I don't know about MVS and Allison right now, like because remember game one it was MVS, the game two was Allison. You know, I would want that to be more consistent of you know. Either both of them be two like two good solid guys, and you know, and they can be very efficient every game, or one emerges and be be the guy because Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, and the Adams man with somebody else, man, that's gonna be it's gonna be cooking all all season long for Aaron Rodgers. So, but that that defense looking looking really really good too. So uh, that's why I have him maybe, and that's just a question, and that's just only through two weeks. So definitely week three they come out and MVS go for five catches one hundred. I'm putting them as a lock. You know what I'm saying? I'm I move them up the up the ladder. Yeah, I think Green Bay. I have them as a lot just because of the first two weeks they played two, two of the teams. better defenses yeah. in. The, yeah, they yeah. played two of the better defenses in the league. So you know, of course, their offense hasn't looked the most potent as of right now. That's true. That's but, true. I, but I think as the season goes on, they're going to look a whole lot better. Um, Rodgers and the floor, they'll still get more comfortable. So. I think as the season goes on, he'll start to to fine tune it and put it together. And the, the team just reminds me of that that Super Bowl team, you know, like how you're saying, like it may not work. I think it will work with Adams and Allison and MVS, and you know, I, I just think Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. I think that will work because it's similar to that team in 2010 with Donald Driver, with Greg Jennings and Jordan Nelson, and James Jones, and those guys. And um, I think their running back was like. Uh, brand like James Starks, they had like a weird uh, running back. It was James, like James, James Starks. Starks and, uh, oh, um, big boy. Uh, wait, did the that won the Super Bowl or got? Yeah, the team that won the Super Bowl back in like twenty ten. Was it? So, it was it, it, it wasn't was. Or that's who? No, no, it was it wasn't Lacey. No, it wasn't Lacey. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I can't think who it was. But yeah, so I think like, yeah, the yeah, team is it's built similar. It's similar built similar to that. So I think they can definitely make it work. You well, know, yeah. Just, as soon as somebody get into the James Jones. James Jones world more effect, uh more efficiently and effectively then you know what I'm saying that 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 in the offensive line the offensive bro I'm talking about like after after they came out firing and then the, the because the, the Vikings also was down technically they they was down their third fourth and fifth corner and Aaron Rodgers said okay bet and we had a practice squad guy going Allison for a touchdown I mean like I don't you know it just it just it is what it is we got we got we hit, everybody was hurt so um but after Zerm made his adjustments, he told Everson Griffin and Hunter was in the backfield almost like as far as bull rushing about every play. Rodgers had to like get out, get out before he get hit. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's where I'm. I'm like, well, if you think about all the elite teams in the NFC that we, that we talked about, and three three teams we talked about got pass rushes for uh, D Law uh, from Dallas, Kalani on Seattle, and Aaron Donald on the Rams, and then not not to mention the Minnesota and Chicago defense. So it's like. They're going. They're, 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 there's no way they can escape a pass rush in the playoffs. And if if they don't make it, I think we're going to pinpoint the offensive line as the reason why they don't make it. But there, I think they're still going to be a good team, though. Yeah, hopefully Aaron Rodgers going to get hurt because he he's going to have a good pass rusher coming every to him every week. So <laughs> hopefully he don't get hurt. <laughs> Facts. Um. All right. So now let's, let's let's move on to our already done at the two weeks. So they're already done. Stick a fork in them. They're not making the playoffs, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be very bold about this. They're not making the playoffs, is what I'm gonna say. And what we're saying done, it's not making the playoffs. So, 
Man, right. Not making the playoffs might not win a damn game. <laughs> Miami don't. L- luckily, if Miami and the Jets play each other, so somebody got to win the game. <laughs> it might be a tie. Like, luckily they got to <laughs> look at. Luckily, they're gonna play each other twice, and somebody got to win the game. Hey, if like, if, come on, if, if Miami if Miami catch Jets before the mono, then before you come back from the mono, my it might be a tie. Cause Miami might not score. A point. It still might not score. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I I do the same thing. So we we know Jets and Miami on our list. All right. So Giants, you got them on your list? Uh, not making the playoffs for sure, but I think they'll probably still win like four games. All right, Washington already done for me. They already done. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Red, Redskins division is Redskins, too tough. Redskins done. Cincinnati's done. The LA, LA Bengals done. Like, I think they're going to be still one of the more ex- – I, I just I, I can't yeah, help yeah, but yeah. give, I, give I them some love. They, they, they're going to be one of the more exciting teams, and they can steal a few games. Here right. And I, I think I think the next team is, as well, and that's Arizona Cardinals. I think Arizona Cardinals is going to be a team division's that – Division's too tough. Yeah. Yeah, too tough. They're already done. But when they play you, you definitely don't want to bring you your call B. sleeping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't bring your B game because Kyler – Bro, you watch Kyler Murray's little like back pedal that he do. Like man, he, bro, he oh looks so gosh. fast, man. Oh my god! It, it, it is like do, do we like love people to sleep because I feel like when he does it, you, you know, you know how you know how you watch Aaron Rodgers, you watch it, or, or even when Tony Romo's playing, we watch him sit back there for a while and point around, point somewhere, and then like you can't see the you can't see the down the field and he throw the ball. And somebody wide open every time. I feel like the same thing with Kyler Murray is that when he be doing a little back pedal. Somebody get open every time, man. Just <laughs> it's amazing me. So, uh, but I think Arizona's done. But you know, but man, you know, the, the funny thing man. is, Arizona could be two and zero right now. Could be exactly like yes. they they played three terrible quarters against the Lions, but four quarter in OT they played great. Played great. Play great. And if and if, uh, I think it was Brock, if Brock holds on to that that pass, Stafford through and picks that off, they'll kick a field goal, win in overtime. And then they just they played Baltimore tough, man. Man, like, they they kicked three field, field goals. Too, too many field goals. Like they were in position. Oh too god, many field man. Goals. Hey, you you can't keep, you can't keep three field goals under twenty five yard uh, twenty five yard field goal under that. You on like the five yard line, and all three times they couldn't get in. So it definitely there definitely could be a team that would have killed my football prediction immediately through through two weeks. Sixteen. <laughs> I, I got two surprise teams. That I think I already done. I okay. think Saints. Are, I think Saints are done. Ooh, you know, I was just about to ask you. I was like, "Are the Saints done?" I, I was going. I was going to wait on it, but yeah, I, I think they're done too. I just, I, I just, I just don't see Teddy, Teddy doing it, man. And and Taysom Hill ain't no better. So, ah. And then even when Drew comes back, I mean, he's gonna have a hard time trying to grip the ball and throw that thing to MT and Kamara and all those guys. So I think the Saints are done. Like Teddy got in that game. I mean. Ted again, I thought he had played in the game because he didn't. He was a non-factor because like Teddy's just not. He's not the kind of precision guy that Breeze is, you know. And I think the the Panthers are done because Cam is mm. playing bad. Um, Foot's injured. I don't think he's fully, you know, fully comfortable with that shoulder. And so if you in a dynasty league or something, go go ahead and add Will Griff. I think Cam gonna probably end up by week eight or ten. If Cam keeps getting banged up, he may be sit out the rest of the year. Hey, you know what's funny? Not funny, but uh, they had, they had like a little a bold prediction segment on on the NFL countdown. I think on um, on Fox, uh, Calico heard Dan, Dan, what David Weinstead and uh, Troy Aikman all them guys. And the square, the square was that Cam Newton wouldn't be the starter for the Panthers next year, and somebody agreed with that. Hey, it's possible. It's man, possible. That's just it's, it's, I can, he he he's got so much money. I can see him taking that Andrew Luck route. He he's gonna I, have to because he's not if he can't run the ball, he's not the same. His shoulders not the same either. So, hey, that that that, that Carolina is that Carolina is, is 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 uh is a good team. Hey, um, one more though, which you you probably really already answered though. Um, you don't believe so even if Pittsburgh loses in four, in San Francisco this weekend, zero and three. You don't think they'll be done? No, I won't bail on them just because that, that division, all those teams are, like, so lumped together and those schedules are so close. Pittsburgh, like, I have Pittsburgh starting 0-3. Like, I picked them to lose against the Steelers, and I knew – I picked them to lose against Seattle, too, and I had them losing against the 49ers. So, I think they're going to start 0-3, and I think they're going to turn around and still make it to 9-7, 10-6 and get in the playoffs and win the division. Because, like, the Ravens, they're playing great, but it has been against – the Cardinals, who are missing Pat P and some other pieces on defense, not an elite defense, and of course Miami's Miami. Right. Well, 
Miami is great as a location. The Dolphins are terrible. <laughs> so I want to say it like that. But yeah, the Ravens, they play good games, but not against a great team. So I think Ravens and Steelers, they're going to, even though I wasn't high on the Ravens, I think it's going to be a fight to the end. And depending upon how the Browns come out of this next five game stretch, man, my, my playoff pick could be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very, all very possible. All right, so now let's go to our surprise teams. There's two teams that we both said that were going to be they're going to start off good and and you had to make them playoffs. Your your surprise team and my surprise team made the playoff. We're going to make playoffs for me too. So you said the Four Niners and I said the Buffalo Bills and they both two and zero. Now I would say San Fran, San Fran. Well, both I say both teams. Both teams didn't beat anybody great, but we both like what we see. Um. Yeah, yes. I have both in my in my uh, top ten power ranking. So for, yes. for, the, for the week, for the week, okay. So the the, the Bills, man, to tell you the truth, if they got one more playmaker as a receiver or a tight end, something, one more playmaker, I think this Bills team really, really, really going like like kickstart. And I got them going three 0 this weekend to play Cincinnati. And let me, I'm I'm just gonna tell you all the winnable games that they have. Okay, well I'm tell you the the. The three wins they're gonna have, Miami twice and Jets. Jets not beating them. Uh, yeah, they ought to beat Jets right. one time. So, and, right. and, they, and the and first game Buffalo. they had some internal, mm-hmm. so they, they'll clean that up. Right. So that's so that'll be so they are three and zero. So that'll be two and zero versus Miami. That's five and zero, and Jets six and zero. All right. Uh, some other winnable games that I, I I can see happening. It probably it maybe maybe not, but I I know they can beat Washington. They're, they're at home. Uh, they also can beat Broncos because if you talk about Josh Allen versus Broncos D. Or would you bet on Flacco versus Bills? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, kind of like that. So I think Washington and Denver can be both winnable games. Yeah, whoever um, has the whoever has the home field advantage, I'll take that team. Well, yeah, well, Buffalo both at home, at home both games. So Washington and Denver um, at Tennessee. That's very winnable. Very winnable because because Mariota exactly. is not going to keep up with Josh Allen. <laughs> exactly. Um, now this. I'm not saying that they can win this game, but it's I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. That's at Cleveland. Um it's toss up, so that's, because, that's because, probably like what nine wins right there. If they and, get all those. And, and, and really the only reason why I say that because you know, Cleveland, uh Baker versus that defense, right? It like obviously Baker's better than Josh Allen, but that defense is better than the Brown defense. So it's kinda of like a balance in that, you know what I mean? So uh that's why I think that's why I say it's kinda of, kinda of winnable. Man, forget um, defense. The, the Buffalo Bills are gonna bum rush the Browns' old line. Like <laughs> Browns' old line, not looking too good right and now. Like, you're you right. That's why I'm very skeptical about my pick, man. And Baker holding the ball too long, he gonna wind up like Luck and Watson taking all these hits. <laughs> for real though, uh, and this and this may surprise you. It's a home game for the Buffalo Bills, the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is why. Both games so far. Now this is just based off this two weeks. Now this based off two weeks. Both games there are start off very, very slow against the Redskins down what 17, I think 17 0 at one point, and then against the Falcons down 17 6 in the second half. So, there are two there. I mean, uh, and then we're not really saying like when we talk about the Super Bowl contenders, we didn't mention Atlanta, we didn't mention Redskins. We said Redskins already done, so it's not like it's a great, you know, great thing. And who knows how healthy the Eagles will be at the time, but if Buffalo can get out to a good start. You know, it's, it's very possible. I'm not saying they're gonna do it, but as I'm saying it's very possible. But and then and then even though even though you believe Mason Rudolph, it is possible that Buffalo can maybe do something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not like it's a foregone conclusion. But if the Pittsburgh don't get it together, they can be that game is not as uh, it's not yes, a it's L, not a foregone right. conclusion. Right. Yeah. So so those about winning the games. They're not beating New England. I don't think they beat New England in either spot. Um and I think I think it was like I can't remember the other team. I think it was like maybe Kansas City or some some other some other good team that they they can't beat. But um, they they have a lot of winnable games. So I'm saying you know, so two against Miami, Jets three, Washington four five. So that's five against Denver, Washington going through. You know that that's eight that's eight wins already. And I'm talking about possibly beating Tennessee would make them nine and seven. And if they can catch Pittsburgh, Cleveland, or Philadelphia, that'll give them ten wins right there. And my surprise team should be well 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 into the wild card. Yeah, they can definitely get in because you got the Chargers who are missing Gordon. I don't think they miss him because Eckler's been killing it. Right, exactly. But Derwin James is out, and they just lost to the freaking Lions. Like, bro, how did y'all lose that game? <laughs> so the Philadelphia Rooms played bad. I, he played bad. Man, 
So, so like, games like that, you know, the Chargers, it, it'll haunt them come playoff time because they'll be 9-7-2. Right, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Bills, so, Bills could get in over them because I, I had Chargers in, so I could definitely see Bills making it over Chargers or the Browns at this point. Right. It was um, it was uh, at Dallas and uh, Baltimore, two, uh, two games that I didn't mention, which I, I don't think they can beat neither one of them. But, I mean, I just don't think Baltimore have – the Bills have enough weapons against Baltimore is why, I, you know, and Dallas, so – but yeah, I think it's still ten with ten and six wins for me. So your your surprise team, what you got? Man, the 49ers, man. Like I, I just felt like they were they were gonna be good just because Jimmy G's healthy, Kyle Shanahan, he's an elite play caller. You have so many weapons that no defense not even the best defensive coordinator, not even Bill Belichick can scout what the 49ers are gonna do. You got Goodwin, you got Debo Samuel, you got Breeda. I mean, they had Mostert in the game killing it. Like, just the Jeff way – Wilson. Yeah, just the way that, you know, Shanahan designs these plays and guys are getting one-on-one. And if you know – if you just know can – you know who's going to get open and you can make that read fast enough, that guy's streaking down the field wide open. And so, I like what the 49ers have going on. They paid all those guys on, on defense. Uh, they're Right now, they're like the best defense in the league. It's only two weeks, but – they're one of the top two or three defense in the league right now. Um, so they make the investment on defense and offensively, they just have so many guys that can break the game open at any point. And the schedule is not tough. So I, I think they're going to still be in the playoffs, man. I like where they're going right now. I have them number eight on my power ranking after week two. You know, week two's concludes. I have them at number eight right now and I have the Bills at number 10. So, you know. Both of them are looking good, man. We both might be right on our on our uh, on our hype train team. Yeah, and the the, on, the only I guess uh, I won't say negative, but the only thing we when we talked about MC West, I was like, the only thing we have to worry about is the 49ers ending schedule. Everything hey, what I say up before up before that point is all good, but once they go get my boy Jalen Ramsey, you know, forget the end of schedule. They got the best you know the best corner in the game, and you got one of the guys who was the best corner in the game. So hey. Your pick can definitely your your pick definitely can look great if they go get Jalen Ramsey. So man, yeah, that'd be they, great, man. They could easily start off four and zero because they're gonna get Steelers this upcoming week. Steelers going west is gonna be tough. Yeah, they're gonna have, then four ers get the early bye, and then the Browns come to them. So they could easily start four and zero. That's two. That's two weeks to prepare for Baker Mayfield and and and, and that pass rush. Oh my gosh, they're gonna eat eat. Baker alive. Yeah, so they can start 4 0, and then that Rams game, that'll be a tough one. I mean, toss up at the moment, but I'll probably still side with the Rams. But then you get Redskins, Ooh. Panthers, probably, you probably won't have Cam against the Panthers, or if he is playing, he probably banged up. Uh, Cardinals, so you're looking at only maybe one loss. One loss, match, yeah. Just, yeah. Just do that, and then you'll get Seahawks, and then Cardinals again. You're looking at maybe two losses right there, man. So I, I had them at 10 6 to start the season. But they are going to finish pretty rough with uh, Green Bay, Baltimore. Uh, depending upon how the Saints look at the end, but I'll still take four Niners over the Saints. Um, Falcons are coming to them. It's a December game, even though it's on the West Coast. A December game and Falcons outside. I'm not taking the Falcons in that game. And then they'll end with Rams and Seahawks again. So uh, ten wins is definitely possible, if not more. And and, and like I see, because you know, it, it, even when they were sorry, and Kyle Shanahan's throwing out. Nick Mullins. Uh, Nick Mullins. <laughs> they were still competing. They, yeah, exactly. And they still competed with the Rams and Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't getting blown out by these teams. So, that, that even though I say it's a, it's a rough stretch from week 12 to 17, that, that Drew Brees don't look scary no more because, uh, you know, his, his injury, the Atlanta Falcons does not look good right now. And, and even though we both had them in the division winner, they might get the division winner by, by default, and it's not because of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because of – Jameis going self-employed. Cam can't be healthy. Breeze can't be healthy. So they might just get it just because Ryan, Ryan is Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like that's that's t- well, and he might might not make it because his offensive line is is, is yeah, they, is they, terrible. yeah, he he been getting roughed up a little bit exactly. Too. <laughs> and so I would I would I would probably chalk up week twelve and thirteen as losses. I don't you know I I just think Aaron Rodgers is that is, is just that good. He's, he's that dude, and, and then they're going east to get Baltimore to follow. Yeah, yes, yeah, but other but other than that, they can beat Rams. Yeah, they they prove that they can do it with Nick Mullins and at least and split Beth, with them. You know, what I'm saying at least split with them. So like, if they can get if they can if they can win that man because tell you the truth, all their tough games 
uh, outside of outside of Baltimore, outside of at Baltimore, or at home. Uh, yep. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Now this is like you know before the season started. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Carolina, Atlanta. You know, and Green Bay all come to them. So you know that's 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 beautiful. So your your surprise team, my surprise team. I like both of them, man. We it's it's so it's, it's like I said, we the progress, man. We we just predict everything. Oh yeah, man. Come to us, get your palm ready. <laughs> hey, for <laughs> real though. Um, the, the only last thing I want to make before we get out of here is uh, the refs, man. They made they making a lot of mistakes through two weeks. Uh, we saw we saw it in the Bears and Broncos game that roughing the passer call. How I don't know how that is. How did the refs allow the Bears to get one more second on the clock when the game was over? Um, you had you had the Rams and and. And Saints, the Cameron Jordan touchdown that was called back, and uh, all this other crazy thing. You had the the cook, the Vikings and Packers one. They were looking at uh, OPI on somebody else, and then they say, "Oh, Cook did something," so they call it on Cook. I'm like, man, how do you do that? How do you review this and change your mind on something else? So I, I hope I hope the refs get it together. I hope they're I hope they're doing a lot of homework right now as well as the other teams because they're going to cost a lot of teams game. I'm not saying that it cost Minnesota the loss or. Uh, because Minnesota had a chance to win the game, but they did cause Broncos. Um, and that's it, on two on two on two plays. The 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 roughing pass was getting 15 yards, and then that uh that where he catches the ball, get tackled, the the clock run down, but they gave him a timeout. Like I don't even know how you do it do that. So you know I don't know what the refs gonna do, but they need to get together because as my boy Cameron Jordan said, right now they look like they're from Foot Locker. Yeah, I, I hate those kind of situations as well, you know, when the refs kind of decide the game, well, quote-unquote decide the game. But I always just go by the philosophy of you control what you can control, and if you take care of business and put the game out of reach but the refs can't decide it, yeah. get it off that way. Exactly. Which which why I can't be too mad at Minnesota Green Bay because they had opportunities. But the the, the Broncos, I mean, I mean, what can you do about that? I mean – that's just, I mean, that's just the 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 refs did did take their hands. Yeah, no, nah, they got, yeah, they got, that, they got holes pretty that bad. One, the, the Saints had plenty of time because the Rams were only up six three at the time, and even that Julio Jones OPI that they challenged, like it, it's just so many misjudgment and missed things, and I hope the refs get together. Yeah, they they could have messed up Broncos season with that. Yeah, uh, that's it for preach, Cat preach with Rashad, man. Week two, we start we starting off crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, we got week two in the books. Who you like for the Thursday game? Uh, I'm going. You know, I'm going with. Ooh, ooh. I think I, I think I probably roll with Tennessee. Tennessee always beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville got a little bit of, little bit of distractions going on this weekend on a short week. I'm a, I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm gonna roll with the Jags, man, just because I like Minshew and I think they can grind it out with Fournette. I, I'm going. I'm cheering with the Jags. I just, I I, I don't want to cheer for Mariota. So you know, I'm going for the Jags. But Titans, tight, tight, tight five and one the last six games. So I got I got to roll dots. I can't blame you for that, man. But yeah, week two in the books, week three's in story. Let's get it started. Let's get it started, man. I right, appreciate it. We were shot. We out. As different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.